And welcome to my show, Angel Answers with Amy Toy. We have a, an, a guest here that is phenomenal. She is very multifaceted, and she's going to be discussing her two books today, The Big Book of Chakras and Third Eye Meditations. Her name is Dr. Susan Shumsky, which she has dedicated her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. And she's the best-selling author of 17 books. Wow. And she has been, wow, she's got 34 books in uh, foreign languages, and she's won 31 prestigious book awards. She is a pioneer in human potential field, and she has taught meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition to thousands worldwide for decades. Welcome, Dr. Shumsky. How are you today? I'm doing great, Amy. I'm so glad to be here with you today. You are a busy lady, 17 books. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is a, that's an accomplishment. I'm still trying to write one book. <laughs> <laughs> you are an author. You are a teacher. Wow. And I think in today's, you know, what we're going through right now, I think that uh, going back to the basics on uh, the two books that you've written, the big book of chakras and the third eye meditations, I think would help people. Don't you think going inward? For sure. Especially, especially third eye meditations. This would be the time to use a book like that, uh, to get back to center, to uh, get out of the hysteria that people are in right now. And to, uh, really come back to the essential, which is experiencing your own higher self. Okay, so let's talk about your books for a second, because um, I've gotten the books. They are really good, by the way. Very easy to understand, too. Sometimes, oh, great. you know, you can talk you can talk ethereally and not, I don't want to say, dumb it down. I don't want to say it like that, but kind of use it in um, a nicer, easier language for people to understand. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about the first book, which is uh, Third Eye Meditations. Um, how popular is meditation today? Well, amazingly, anywhere from 10 to 14% of the population of the United States claims that they meditate. So, wow. yes, I would say it's extremely popular. It has become vastly popular uh, recently. And mm -hmm. I think more and more of the younger generation is beginning to get turned on to meditation and to really be interested in it through the pathway of going to the gym and doing exercises that they think that that's yoga. So mm -hmm. <laughs> actually, actually um, they are doing a very small uh, portion of what yoga is. And that is to do the asanas, which are yoga postures. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. 
and some of the teachers are actually helping them with meditation as well, <laughs> teaching them meditation. Well, years ago, I have a little story because I've been in sobriety for 10 years. So one of uh, the women that were was attending my 12-step program owned a yoga studio. So my first year of sobriety, I was doing yoga, and then she would do the meditation after she did the postures and the routine. And that helped me stay centered and focused. Now that you brought that to my mind, back to my mind. Wow. It yes, awesome. definitely. It can be very, very helpful to do those types mm -hmm. of exercises. And you don't have to be in a, you don't have to go to a yoga studio to do them. You can do them yourself mm -hmm. on your own mm -hmm. um I was going to say living room floor, but that would be only if you have some carpet in your living room that, you know, where it would be or a mat or a yoga mat, uh -huh. you know, something that just so it would, I wouldn't suggest doing it on a wood floor or a tile floor, obviously. No. But if you have no. some carpeting somewhere in your house, then um, or a mat then doing mm -hmm. yoga postures yourself uh, would be helpful for you. But meditation mm -hmm is even more powerful mm -hmm. and more helpful, mm -hmm. especially to calm yourself down. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just helped me. It was just interesting how I think that, uh, you know, my higher power or whatever placed this woman in my life. And it was just enjoyable because I was just learning a whole new routine after, you know, killing myself with drinking for so many years. So it just, the meditation at the end of the class really just centered me. And it was just, it can be used at any time. I think you can meditate anywhere as long as you're not driving in a car so you kill somebody. <laughs> I think you can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can you, can meditate. you can even meditate if you're driving in a car as long as you're not closing your eyes while doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you never know with people. I live in Florida and it's bad enough some of the older people are driving with their eyes open. Exactly. Um, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Why do you think meditation is so important at this time? Well, at this time, it's probably the most important thing we could possibly do simply because the world is, um, well, right now, obviously, mm -hmm. with this kind of pandemic going on, people are hysterical. People are completely off kilter. Uh, people mm -hmm. need to come back to that state of inner peace equanimity, equilibrium. They need to find a sense of comfort and solace within now more than ever. But in general, even if we remove to the pan pandemic from the uh, scene for, for a moment, if we just remove that mm -hmm. factor, the reality is that these days people are very uncertain. We live in very uncertain times. People don't know what's going mm -hmm. to happen, especially economically. It used to be that people could depend upon certain institutions uh, mm. for security. They could depend mm -hmm. upon uh, their pension or retirement, or uh, they could depend upon money in the bank or uh, mm -hmm. investments and so on. But today, it's very volatile. People are very unsure of their futures. And so mm -hmm. now more than ever, it's important for us to learn how to make decisions, vital decisions in our lives with peaceful confidence. And meditation is a way to develop our intuition, our ability to make the best decisions for ourselves. 
when we are in contact with our higher self, which is really much mm -hmm. smarter than our ego or our mind. Mm -hmm. The higher mm -hmm. self is uh, vastly more intelligent, has a much wider viewpoint and can even uh, see what's coming and prepare mm -hmm. us and warn us and, and things mm -hmm. like that. So if we can develop our clairvoyant, clairaudient or clairsentient abilities and, and develop our insight, our intuition, then we're way ahead of the game. Then we're, we are feeling very confident, very comfortable, and very peaceful. Mm -hmm. Is there any physical benefits to meditation, do you think? Oh, yes. It's actually been proven. There has been a lot mm -hmm. of scientific research done on meditation. Mm -hmm. It's been proven to reduce stress, reduce hypertension, to actually even reverse some of the... Uh, aspects of aging, for example, near point vision and uh, mm -hmm. memory problems, things like that. Uh, it actually has been proven, meditation has been proven to help physical problems in, in untold ways, many ways, simply mm -hmm. because it reduces uh, stress and allows us to become more calm and mental calmness definitely has a positive effect upon physical health mm -hmm. so uh and and also there's physiological components of meditation um mm -hmm. simply because uh it allows our body to become very very relaxed and peaceful and uh, mm -hmm. that's going to reduce the fight or flight response and you know make the body uh in a more homeostatic a homeostatic, shall we say, state that the body's in greater calm and equilibrium. Yeah, because it says that uh, you are a student of transcendental meditation. I've been dying to take that. Just haven't found the time yet. Tell us a little bit about that, transcendental meditation. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think it's uh, yes. fascinated by it. Yeah. Yes, I practiced um, transcendental meditation for over two decades when I was younger. And uh, the founder of Transcendental Ta Meditation was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. He was the guru of the Beatles. Mm -hmm. And I practiced that um, for a very long time. I was in those various ashrams of Maharishi. I lived in his various ashrams for over two decades. And I was on his personal staff for six years. So I was a big insider in the TM or Transcendental Meditation organization. And um, I think that it's a very uh, useful practice. I still recommend that people do it. I do not teach it anymore myself because I teach another form of meditation that's called divine revelation. But I mm. recommend it to people because uh, it's easy to do and mm -hmm. uh, people get really great results from practicing transcendental meditation. So I, I do recommend it. And it's become quite popular recently because of the David Lynch Foundation. It has found kind of a second life. It's been revived mm -hmm. because of that. And a lot of celebrities are practicing transcendental meditation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's another avenue uh, for people. There's so many different types of meditation that you can do. Definitely. Yes, uh, TM so, itself uses yeah. a mantra. Mantra meaning a Sanskrit word or group of words that you 
repeat while you're sitting there with eyes closed and it takes you deeper and deeper into the meditative state. It takes you into a state that's known as transcendental consciousness or samadhi. Uh, Samadhi meaning stillness of body and evenness of mind. Uh, That is the state of inner quietude and it has untold benefits. Mm. Yes, I've heard and I've seen. I had a guest on the show years ago, one of my very first guests, and how she and her husband at the time were, you know, practicing TM. And I was always fascinated by that. I just, after this crisis, I'm going to definitely do it. (laughs) I just need to do something different. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about your meditation technique. Um, What is a guided meditation and how does that differ from other types of meditation? Mm Mm-hmm. So my book, Third Eye Meditations, consists of guided meditations and affirmations and visualizations and mantras. So the book, uh, if, you, if you read the book, that will mm-hmm. take you into meditation step by step. Guided meditation implies the idea that you're being guided, being led into meditation step by step, moment by moment. And that's what these meditations in this book do. You can either read them or for even a better result, uh, mm-hmm. I would suggest that you, um, that you record them on a device. And then after you've recorded them uh, with your own voice, you simply sit down and get comfortable and then start mm-hmm. the recording of the meditation and close your eyes and just follow the instructions that will take you into a very deep meditation Mm -hmm. and the meditations in this book will help you in many different areas of life Uh, you can use the meditations to help you to become more calm more healthy to attract love prosperity success uh, to heal conditions and problems that you have to help you become more attuned to your true purpose, to help with relationships, uh, to attract um, money and abundance, and even to help uh, the world, um, universal love, Mm -hmm. ecological balance, world peace, uh, developing your intuition, inner wisdom, wholeness and oneness, spiritual lifting, ascension, uh, many, many different topics that you can choose from to meditate with or to, mm-hmm. you know, to help you to develop those areas of your life. And um, this is a lovely book. It will really, really mm-hmm. help you to be able to meditate in the guided meditation practice, which I call the do nothing program. That means do nothing, nothing and less than nothing. And the less that you do, the better experiences you're going to, going to have. Hmm. So it's kind of like, um, I don't know, keeping your expectations in check or having no expectations sometimes. I think when Absolutely. I do um, meditate, yeah, when I do a meditation like that, I have no expectations. I'm just open and detached from the outcome. Because some people exactly. are like, I want to get this so badly. I want to get more money. You know, <laughs> they have that, uh, and it blocks it. That, in, uh, that negative intention. At least that's my Absolutely. experience. Really. That's very true. Yeah, just being open and uh, open to receive 
and having a mm-hmm. neutral attitude is the best mm-hmm. uh, way to approach guided meditation. Uh, obviously, you're following the instructions. That's that's all you need to do. And so that's a really easy way to meditate. Uh, this book, Third Eye Meditations, will help you to meditate in the easiest possible way, I believe. Oh, I, I feel so. I mean, it's it's a nice little book, too. It's just very... Sometimes we we over, I don't know, make it more complicated than it is when just keeping yeah. it simple is the best way to do it. At least that's that's what I felt with your books. They, they're really good. Yeah. Like I said, there's two. We're going to talk after the break. We're going to talk about the second one, but we're going to talk about this one now. So, right. Um, uh, what is what is the third eye? To explain that to the audience, we hear this third eye meditation, opening your third eye. What is it exactly in your your definition, your opinion? Okay, so we're going to start with the idea of prana. Prana, uh, also known as chi in China, mm-hmm. known as ki in Japan. In India, it's known as prana. Prana is life force energy. It's what is keeping mm-hmm. you alive. Now, we mm-hmm. have our gross physical body, and then we have, mm-hmm. a subtle, we have a subtle body, also known as the aura or auric field or energy field. And that energy field consists of several layers. So let's just talk about the different layers of our gross and physical, gross physical and subtle bodies. Uh, and we have the physical body, and that's called the anamaya kosha, uh, which means food sheath. It's made of food, sustained by food, and becomes food for something else after you're gone. And then there's the, uh, the pranamaya kosha, which is your vital energy sheath. And that permeates, pervades, and surrounds the physical body. And that is, that is the layer that is keeping you alive. Vital energy, life force energy is what is giving you motion and giving you heat. It's said in the ancient scriptures of India that when prana is in the body, that is what is defined as life. And when prana leaves the body, that is what is defined as death. So prana is keeping you in motion. Uh, Then there's another uh, layer of the body called the manamaya kosha, which is your mental emotional body. Mm -hmm. And that's where your senses are, where you're experiencing the senses in the world. Then you have the Vigyana Maya Kosha, which is your intellect ego sheath. And then you have the Ananda Maya Kosha, which is your causal body. So those are the five layers of your physical and subtle bodies. Now, let's go back to the vital energy sheath. That's Mm -hmm. where prana flows. The life force energy, known as prana, flows through that subtle body known as the vital energy body it flows in specific pathways those pathways in china are called meridian and in india they're called nadi n-a-d-i so the the prana the life force energy is flowing through these conduits of energy and where when many of those come together in a plexus that's called chakra Chakra means wheel in Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. So the chakra, uh, various chakra, 
uh, the, we have many chakra in, in our subtle body, but there's seven mm-hmm. major ones. And the seven major ones are the base or root chakra at the base of your spine, the pelvic chakra, which is in the area of the gonads or the sexual mm-hmm. organs. Then you have the navel chakra, obviously in the area of your navel, your stomach area. And then you have the heart chakra. Then you have the throat chakra. And you have the third eye chakra, which is right in the middle of your head in the area of the pineal gland. And then you have the crown chakra above your head. So that sixth chakra is the third eye chakra, also called, in Sanskrit, is called agya, agya chakra. And that is your, um, it's called, that translates as command, command center. And that uh, third eye chakra, as I said, it's right in the area of your pineal gland in the center of your head. And that is the third eye or eye of illumination. We have our two eyes with which we see the world. But the third mm-hmm. eye, we can see things hidden from view with that eye. We can, that's the center of clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. Clairvoyance meaning clear seeing or clear vision, clairaudience meaning clear hearing, and clairsentience meaning clear feeling. So that's where we develop our intuition. That's where our inner teacher resides. Every one of our major seven chakras has a planet associated with it. And the third eye chakra has the planet Jupiter associated with it. Jupiter is known as the preceptor of the planets. It is mm-hmm. the teacher. It is the, mm-hmm. uh, it's the scholarly, uh, expanded, uh, higher mm-hmm. consciousness, uh, Jupiter. And Jupiter in Sanskrit, the word for Jupiter, the word for Jupiter in Sanskrit is guru. So oh. guru means teacher. So your inner teacher dwells in your third eye, and that third eye is your sixth chakra, and that's your sixth sense. Hmm. Wow. Did not know that. I learned something new today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was the thought? That, that is really cool. That is, yeah. Hmm. So tying into the guided meditation, how can the guided meditation help people open their third eye? And does it really need to be opened? Isn't it already opened? Well, the third eye is in various degrees of openness in various people. Sometimes it's totally shut down. Sometimes it's open. Sometimes it's more open in certain people than in other people. Mm-hmm. So uh, the third eye, um, how does that, how does guided meditation open the third eye is what you ask. So mm-hmm. uh, when you practice guided meditation, if you follow the instructions, it's going to just guide you to experience certain things that automatically increase your ability to visualize or to experience a more open third eye just by following the words that are on the page or listening to the words. By the way, the book is available as an audio book as well. You don't have to record your own version of this book. 
But you might want to record some of the meditations in your own voice to guide you into meditation, which is very powerful. But yes, the book is, is also an audio book. It's called Third Eye Meditations. So when you're listening to this with eyes closed and just being comfortable, what will happen is you'll begin to develop your third eye. You'll begin to develop your clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient abilities because you're just following the things that it's telling you to, to see within, visualize within. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because um, my third eye has always been open, so that it, it's it's amazing. Some people, I'm like, it's closed. Okay. You know, it just that's why I was asking that question. Mm-hmm. And can you please lead our listeners to a sample guided meditation for a few minutes um, before we go to commercial break? Uh yes. How many minutes do I have? Well, give three. How about three to three to four? Just a brief oh. one for people. Okay, that'll be very brief. All right, so let's just <laughs> let's just close our eyes, be very comfortable here, and let's just take a big deep breath to unite with each other. Breathe in, let it go. Big deep breath of divine love. Breathe in, let it all go. Big deep breath of inner peace, breathe in, and release, and one more big deep breath of relaxation, breathe in, let it go, peace, peace, be still, be still, and be at peace, perfect peace, perfect peace, perfect peace. Be still and be at peace. Peace, peace, be still. Be still and be at peace. Let's take a big deep breath to go deeper. Breathe in. And let it all go. Deeper, deeper, deeper. Into the wells of spirit. Into the silence of being let go let go let go let go let go let go let god peace peace be still be still and be at peace just imagine that there's a beautiful beautiful divine light above your head It is radiant. It is beauteous. It is filled with glory. It's filled with shining, blissful, joyous energy. Now imagine that this light is beginning to descend into your physical form beginning to descend into the into your head into the top of your head and beginning to fill your entire head with this radiance this beauty this light of immeasurable strength 
and power and energy. And this light is now descending into your neck area, down into your shoulders, into your upper arms and chest, down into your lower arms and fingers, into your stomach area. This light is just now streaming and blazing and radiating and pulsating. And it's now going downward into your area of your waist and your pelvic area, into your buttocks area and your thighs, into your knees, down into your lower legs, ankles, feet, and toes. Your, your entire body is now filled, surrounded, and encompassed by this radiant, blazing light. And this light is now increasing in intensity. It's becoming more radiant, more powerful, and it is pulsating and filling you with such joy, energy, strength, and power. You are filled with this radiant light. It is illuminating your being, and it is filling you with peace, with prosperity, with joy, with freedom, with beauty, and with glory. You are blessed, and you are filled with the radiance of the divine. Now, in great gratitude, we come forth from this meditation with joy and jubilation in our hearts. And what we're going to do is we're going to pretend that we're blowing out candles to come out of the meditation. And I'll demonstrate. So let's do that together. Coming forth from the level of spirit to the level of mind, knowing that our minds have been transformed, lifted, illuminated, and healed by this meditation. And then we blow out another candle. Coming forth now, knowing that our physical bodies have been permanently transformed, lifted, and healed through this meditation. And then we blow out another candle. Coming forth now to the level of the environment, but keeping your eyes closed. And now we're going to blow out four more candles and come all the way out to inward and outward balance and then open our eyes. Coming all the way out, opening our eyes wide open, and now just say this affirmation, repeat after me. I am alert. I am alert. I am awake. I am awake. I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am in control. I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. Thank you, God, and so it is. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, and so it is. Wow. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> we should have okay. been longer. <laughs> very short, very short meditation, but powerful. It works. You yes. know, it doesn't have to, you yes. don't have to spend a long time meditating. No, and that's, no, you don't. You really don't. So, we are here with Dr. Susan Shumsky, and we'll be right back after this brief 
a break. Hello, my name is Amy Toy, the host of Angel Answers with Amy Toy. Besides being a radio show host, I'm also an intuitive counselor who provides spiritual insight into matters of the heart. Are you confused about your love life? Thinking of getting a new job? Wondering about your purpose and why you are here? I work very closely with not only the angelic realm, but also those who have crossed over to the other side. All sessions are strictly confidential. I also offer long-distance healing sessions using angelic energy. This angelic energy, also known as Integrated Energy Therapy, IET, can be done through Skype or on the phone and helps you get the issues out of the tissues. For first-time clients only, I am offering a 20% discount. You can find me online on amytoyamytoy.com, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or email me at angelicamy35 at gmail.com or simply call 727 514-7323. May the angels carry you through. And this is for entertainment purposes only. And welcome back to the show. This is Amy Toy with Angel Answers with Amy Toy. We have a very illuminating guest named Susan Shumsky. She's here to talk about her two books. We just discussed the first book, Third Eye Meditation. And now she's going to be talking about the big book of chakras. So you mentioned Dr. Shumsky about the first uh, in in the first segment about what the aura is. Can you explain a little bit more about that to our listeners? Yes, uh, the aura is our energy field. It pervades, permeates, and surrounds our physical body. But it is a subtle body, which means it's not in the physical plane. It's in a different dimension. But in fact, that that subtle body that you inhabit is what is keeping you alive. It gives you life, motion, and heat. And when that subtle body leaves the physical body, that is what happens when you die. So there's no more heat, there's no more motion. So uh, that subtle body is in charge of everything that goes on in your physical body. And the chakras, which are, that's, Sanskrit for wheel, uh, those chakras, uh, they have a hub, which is the center of uh, pranic or life force energy, and then they have radiations, they have spokes, uh, radiations of that life force energy. And each one of your major chakra, your seven major chakra, are associated with a certain function in your physical body. And then there's seven other chakra, 14 chakra um, seven major ones, seven sub-chakras, we might call them, that most of which are in, in your brain uh, so or above your head. So uh, these chakras are involved with regulating and um, maintaining your physical body on all levels and also, uh, but they are in your subtle body. If you were to Dissect a, dissect a corpse, you would not find a chakra or a nadi anywhere. Uh, they are in a different dimension. They're in your subtle body. Hmm. Okay. And so what is prana and how does that bring us greater prosperity and success? 
Well, prana is life force energy. We had to find that earlier. And how it mm-hmm. brings us greater prosperity and success is if there's more prana, more life force energy flowing through your subtle body that increases your energy increase because oh, it is life force energy. So it's going to make mm-hmm. you more energetic. It's going to increase your, uh, shall we say, radiance. You become more charismatic, more magnetic. People want to be around you. It makes you more attractive. And it makes you draw prosperity and all other good things into your life because you are magnetic and you are radiating this vital energy, this divine energy. So it's very powerful. It has attractive qualities. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with that. So I know if you want to talk about the nadi, what are nadis? Nadis are uh, what we discussed earlier. They're the meridian Mm -hmm. or the Mm -hmm. pathways of subtle energy through which prana flows. Those pathways are in your subtle body. They're in this, what we call pranamaya kosha, which means vital energy body. And that body pervades, permeates, and surrounds your physical body. And the pathways connect the chakra, connect the various energy centers known as chakra. You have hundreds of chakras in your body. Uh, Every acupuncture point in your body, in your subtle body, is a chakra. But in my book, the big book of chakras and chakra healing, uh, I discovered in the ancient scriptures of India that there's 14 main chakras that are discussed in the ancient Vedic and Tantric scriptures of India. And those 14 chakra are described in great detail in my book, the big book of chakras and chakra healing. As a matter of fact, this is book, this book is like an encyclopedia of the chakras. It will tell you everything you ever wanted to know about chakras. It will also tell you everything you never wanted to know about chakras. There's so much information about the chakras in this book. It's just chock full of information that I discovered, not only that I cognize through inner inner revelation, but also uh, when my publisher asked me to write this book, I went back to the ancient Vedic and Tantric scriptures to find the most authentic information that I could find on this topic. And so I delved into these scriptures and I found, wow, amazing stuff is there. And that amazing stuff I put into this book all the details about this entire system of the chakras and the nadis and the whole thing, Mm -hmm. uh, kundalini, and it's all in this book. And, uh, yeah, very, very detailed. And also I illustrated it. I'm an artist, so I did these beautiful drawings of the chakra deities, chakra yantras, Mm -hmm. meaning the symbols of them. And, uh, wow, it's, it's really an amazing book. Yes, it is. It is. I was amazed. So you did the artwork. That's wonderful. It's a beautiful book. It really is. I think um, it is. Yeah. I yeah. I, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> it looks like it is a, you know, something to put in if you're doing um if you're a healer or doing something like that too. I like to refer. I have a my reference section. 
So <laughs> we'll definitely put that in the reference section. <laughs> definitely. It belongs in the reference. It's an encyclopedia of the chakras. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah. and it also includes a lot of information exercises that you can do to help awaken this life force energy, this kundalini that we're talking about. So um, mm -hmm. many traditional practices are in this book, including breathing exercises, muscular locks, and uh, physical asanas. It's all, it's all in this book. It's just chock full. Yeah. What it, let's, can you tell our listeners a little bit of what Kundalini energy is? I know about it, but educate our mm -hmm. listeners a little bit. Yeah. What your discovery well, is of it. Yeah, kundalini. Kundal, kundal means curled up, coiled up energy. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, likened to a serpent. It's also called the serpent power because the serpent is coiled up when it sleeps. So in average individuals, kundalini is asleep, curled up in this area, which is called root bulb, which is right below the root chakra, which is at the base of your spine. And it's curled up there asleep unless it has been awakened. Anyone who is listening to this podcast or this program is, uh, has Kundalini awakened to some degree, or you would not even be interested in this topic whatsoever. So uh, this curled up energy is possible to awaken it, to force it to awaken, and to flow up through the central canal of the spine, remembering that this is a subtle energy. It's not in your physical body. But its location is uh, at the base of the spine. And there is one particular nadi or uh, meridian that, that we talk about, the, mm -hmm. the conduit of subtle energy. It's called sushumna nadi. And kundalini flows up through this sushumna nadi all the way from the base of the spine to the top of the head. And when it, as it awakens, it opens your chakras, it cleanses your chakras, the chakras become more alive, more vibrant, and also you begin to develop superpowers or subtle sensory perception known as clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. And as it flows up through the spinal canal, you become more magnetic, more charismatic, uh, and eventually when it gets to the top of the head, you realize who you really are. You become more spiritually awakened, more spiritually enlightened. So that kundalini, kundalini energy is associated with spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual pranic energy. That's how we could define it. It's really cool to work with. I've worked with it. <laughs> I love my kundalini energy. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> it is. Kundalini. It's really cool. Yeah. Love yeah. kundalini. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the chakras in your book. Um, and this is this is what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask this question. Um, it's the the chakras have different colors. So why don't you explain to the audience what the colors are, and maybe some of the days of the weeks and the planets associated. We talked about the third eye with Jupiter, but what's some examples? You don't have to go into all of them if you don't want to. Uh, with the other um, chakras. Okay. Um yeah, the, the seven major chakras are associated with the seven days of the week. Mm. Sunday, we start with Sunday, the day of the sun, obviously. Mm. Day mm. of the sun, and that would be the solar plexus, obviously. That would be your 
uh, navel chakra. And it's associated with the gemstone ruby, and that's associated with the color red. And then we have the, uh, the next day of the week, moon day, Monday, day of the moon. The moon is associated with fecundity, with fertilization, with the phases of the moon, with the female cycle. And that would be uh, Monday, and that would be the pearl or... Uh, moonstone and uh, the color would be the um, orange color and then the next day of the week is Mars Day in French or in Spanish it's called Mars Day which is Tuesday Mm -hmm. and that's the day of the week and that is associated with the planet Mars meaning uh, the base chakra root chakra Mm -hmm which is involved with survival, it's involved with aggression, male energy, all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, the gemstone is the red coral, uh, the color is yellow. The next uh, day of the week is Wednesday, uh, Mercury Day, or Mercredi in French, uh, in, in Spanish, is also Mercury Day. And that is uh, associated with the crown chakra, the crown chakra uh-huh. is associated with the brain and, and all the uh, neural pathways. Mercury is, is about communication. Mercury is the god of uh, the swift god that gives messages. <laughs> so Mercury is uh, that crown chakra. It is the green emerald. All right. So the next day of the week is when is, uh, is Thursday. Thursday is Jupiter Day. We talked mm-hmm. about Jupiter being in the third eye. Mm-hmm. The gemstone is the yellow topaz. The, um, the color is the blue color. And uh, that's where Jupiter is residing in the third eye. Friday is Venus Day, Vendredi in French. Venus Day is associated with the throat chakra because Venus is the planet of creativity and, commu- and being able to express yourself. So uh, Venus would be there in the throat chakra, and, and the, the gemstone is diamond, and the color is indigo. And then the last day of the week is Saturn, Saturn Day, Saturday. Hmm. And Saturday is uh, associated with that planet, Saturn. It, the gemstone is the blue sapphire. The color is magenta, and it is the heart chakra because uh, the heart functions by contraction, contraction, expansion, contraction, expansion. So here we have the pumping of the heart. That's the action. And Saturn is associated with contraction. So that, those wow. are the days of the week. Awesome. And, and magenta, magenta is the color uh, for Saturday. Oh, wow. That is mm-hmm. really cool. That is awesome. I did not know that. <laughs> like I said, I learned something new every day. Um, Absolutely. Where? Yeah, so where can people, okay, because we're going to have to wrap it up. Uh, where can people find you? Where's your website? And do you have meditations on your website for people as well? That's a question I'm asking for myself, really. Yes, I have meditations that are available if you go to the e-commerce section of the of the website. My uh, website is drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. And also I have another website, Divine Travels 
com. That's plural on the travels. Divine travels dot com. Those are my two major websites, and you can check out uh, what what's what I'm doing, what's coming up, and so on. Awesome. Well, I learned a lot today. I appreciate you uh, writing these books and your beautiful artistry too. It's it's awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. And, Thanks um, for inviting thank- me. Well, thank you for. I'm sorry for the brief meditation, but our time. No, is, but it was it was a really good meditation. Just the brief yeah. time we had. Yes. It was awesome. Good. Yeah. It really was. Well, thank you for coming on the show, and I look forward to more of your books. Seventeen, maybe you'll get up to twenty twenty two. Who knows, right? <laughs> God, wow. <laughs> I'm working on number eighteen right now as we speak. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this is Amy Toy with Angel Answers with Amy Toy. May the angels carry you through. Goodbye for now. Look upon